Lords. Riptide Revival photo book's almost finished. She's going to be available on the website shortly for pre-sale. All premium members get first grabs and get a bit of a discount on there. You know what it is. In the meantime, rip into the podcast and enjoy Luke's Lounge. It was all a pipe dream, watching body boarding up on TV. Deep at reef, watching tension repeats, eating bakery feeds at 18. Living the dream with no sunscreen, yeah, we were so keen. Surfing Aussie pipe, buying Riptide. Right, g'day and welcome to the Riptide Bodyboarding Podcast, the home of bodyboarding. Thank you for joining us on episode 44 of our Verbal Journaling, and I'm your host, Luke O'Connor. Well, today, ladies and gents, we've got an integral part of Riptide itself. Um, the man loves a good arm wrestle from time to time. He runs a tree lopping business uh, with a team of arborists up on the Northern Rivers. He definitely loves Oriental cuisine from, um, you know, on the odd occasion. He hunts down pow in his spare time in the Japanese Alps. And he's possibly the most underrated boog that supposedly has never been given a free boog, which I really like to dig deeper into um, about on that topic because I think something's a bit fishy there for sure. He's too good to have not received a boog. I'm speaking obviously to Elliot Butler, my brother. Welcome to the potty and thanks for coming on. Hey, yo, mate. That was, um, yeah, that was a pretty good, pretty good intro. I was wondering what you're going to come up with there, but um, yeah, it's pretty chuff, pretty chuff that one. <laughs> Dude, I've, I've spent enough um, spent enough time over the last couple of years with you, especially in our last outing um, up at up at um, Byron when you and Elliot treated me to a little element oh, soiree. Yeah. There, that was um, that was <laughs> that was a session where I definitely got the rundown, bro. So um, yeah, I had it all in the in the back pocket, ready to go. Yeah, nah, cheers for having us, bro. No, nah, no dramas, dude. No dramas, and cheers for having me. Cheers for having us. On the platform, cheers for bringing back Boogan, really, because yourself and, and Elliot Williams are doing a marvellous job but just getting a bit of noise, getting a bit of fat being chewed, getting a bit of just grease on the palms, getting good times happening again. Like, we're, we're getting Boogan going. Yeah, no, nah, it's, all, it's all happening lately. Like, got the, got the mag coming out soon. Just been able to Java and filmed all that stuff over there. So it's definitely starting to pop off. But, um, dude, let's yeah, pretty, let's talk yeah, about least, the mag real quick. It, yeah, yeah, for sure. No, no, no. Sorry, bro. I didn't want to um, interrupt you. I was I was getting way too keen in the lag on this Ringer podcast <laughs> um, platform. Sometimes gets me. What were you saying, my brother? Oh no, I was saying Elliot's been that. Elliot's been holding it down like Elliot Williams, um, like working every day, doing doing a fair bit more than me, just because um I've been working and stuff. But yeah, we're we're getting there, and the mag will probably be ready. We're hoping in a month. It's gone on for a bit longer than we obviously thought, but um, hopefully that will be done, yeah, within a month or two. And, um, yeah, it's all happening. Dude, it really is. And I think people uh, will surely realise that, obviously, because the um, you know positions we all hold, like we're, we're also holding down full-time jobs here and just trying to do this stuff on the side in our spare time and, you know, we're holding podcasts at 8.30pm at, at night just after we've – done our yeah. chores for the day and, and like finished up and pretty much everyone's settling down and we're kind of still, you know, hunting and um, hunting and gathering, so to speak. I'm not saying people aren't out there getting it also, but mm. I just want to reiterate the fact that, you know, with the Revival Mag coming out, man, like it's got to be 
it's it's got to be understood that a lot of time and effort's been put into it. But yeah, it's just taking a bit yeah. longer because we're juggling so much stuff and all the trips. You know, as you were just saying, the Desert Storm trip, and then you've, we've got Java coming out next, which you know, from all reports, has been just a hellish trip. Some of the frames yeah, that come that, out that of that just that was so scary. Let's talk a bit about that because I really want to dive deep. I've never been over to that part of the world. So many bodyboarders have now and great surfers. A lot more infrastructure has been built around the area and it just seems like it's becoming mm. just just easy to do. Get in, get out, get swells. It's so consistent there. Like run us through it, Elliot. Yeah, no, it's like a full Coliseum for Bergen. Like it's the best setup. Um, I wasn't really expecting it to be that good actually before I went there. I've seen videos and stuff, but then when you're actually there, it's swear the first, I swear I was in there for 10 days and first six days was pretty much like four to six foot every day. And mm. yeah, offshore, like all day, every day. Um, I could, Utopian I like that. I couldn't even surf by the end of it. I was just I was so done. <laughs> I had the most hectic sea ulcers. Oh, <laughs> no way. What part of your foot was getting cut up? Oh, I haven't had it like that since I was hell young because obviously... I haven't surfed that much, but, um, yeah, bro, my foot, like just that little, like my, you know, the bunion on your big toe. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. 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 I just had like a crater on there. Oh, oh bro. So, send it through. Yeah. I'll put it up yeah, on the gram or something. They're so one. gnarly to look to at. Them. And <laughs> no. yeah, yeah, exactly. It just renders you like useless. I, I had one, um, when I was very young, I got an average pair of fins or I was maybe just growing into, wearing fins you know you've got to kind of harden your feet into it and i remember yeah. having one on my ankle for like six months it would come and go but never fully heal and there were times where i'd push it in the school holidays and yeah crater like it, it almost yeah. feels like it's getting eaten out by something yeah and you know you should stop surfing but you're just like oh i'll just push it a bit more <laughs> i actually can't <laughs> Oh, bro, I know, I know. Because you think you just get away with it because after 10 minutes in the water, it kind of goes away. away. The pain goes away, yeah. Yeah, and then you get out. I was wild socks set up and I had like these like tradie socks. Was he just giving us heaps of shit about it? (laughs) Like like, not lady socks, (laughs) just full tradie, like actual actual work socks with band-aids. Oh, heck, dude. (laughs) Like the whole proof ones? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so oh, it, was, it looked pretty wild, but um, yeah, dude, there's a sponsor opportunity right there and then. You know what I mean? <laughs> like just throwing them on your on your heels yeah, before you go out bergen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oi, sure. um, who was on the trip, my bro? Like, I refresh my memory. Um, so it was like a few of the easy boys. Um, it's like Jaden, Lockie, Woodsy, Baker. Um, and then Cam, Cam Sorton came out of film. And then Elliot, me, and my mate Joey um, from, from up here. Um, so, that yeah, they were already over there. And then they were over there for like three weeks in total. I wasn't actually going to go because I was working and stuff. And then, I um, I don't know, I just got the worst FOMO leading up to it. <laughs> and I checked the, like, the charts and they looked pretty good. So um, I booked last, like probably a week out. Sick. And... It's yeah, sick. Like, you just kind of like so, had that so feeling bubbling up and you said, yeah, fuck it, like, I'm doing it. If I missed that trip, I would have been so rattled. Like, so rattled. Yeah, you said that. 
um, the other day, hey, I actually remember you saying that. It did, it did stick with me. And, look, there are trips that you'll never get back. People don't realise that. You know, with every yeah. time you step out, um, step out into the ocean on like a berg or stand up or just whatever you're doing, you know, there's times where you're never going to experience that again. I, I don't care what people say, certain waves, oh, it'll, it'll get that good. No, no. There's yeah, certain sure. sessions that are just super, super, super special, you know? Yeah. And um, some of the sessions you had over there looked fucking special. Some of the footage that I saw slow-mo that Stoughton brought home, and um, I think Elliot showed me a clip too, um when we saw each other last and it was from up on the top of the cliff, looking down at the right yeah. there on Java. Oh, yeah. that was trippy. That reminded me of passing through, man. That was a, that was a, that was a, such a well-framed shot of just a ferocious wave. Yeah. He put some, he put some yards in old cam walking up and down, trying to find angles, missing, missing clips <laughs> in between. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so he was trying to get real arty and I like, missed yeah. some of the content. Yeah, I remember, like, I don't know. I don't know if it was Woodsy or someone did something. I mean, I, I've got a good one as well. And then um, I just, like, looked up the cliffs, and he's just, like, walking down the cliffs, like, 10 seconds after. <laughs> and I was like, nah, he's missed that for sure. But that happened oh, that a few yeah. times, but I was sort of taking the piss out of him a bit. It's but, hard. Um, I haven't actually, like, around. yeah. Oh, nah, it's worth it, though, for, like, the different angles and stuff you get. Um, I was just giving him shit about it because it was funny. But he, um, <laughs> have you seen the footage that he got? Oh, I've seen bits and pieces. Like he's, he showed yeah, me very briefly something on his phone, but I'm um, nothing like yeah. serious, man. Like I'm definitely keen to to hoe down on it. Eh? Let's just have a full three course meal. Let's get on it. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully, I can. Oh, whenever he gets it finished or whatever, but the premiere is going to be pretty mental. And is that still going to go ahead down at Wombara Bolo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so yeah, we're gonna have yeah, one in yeah, yeah. on the Friday, and then um, Bombara on Saturday, and then potentially another one um, like down Old Dollarway on Sunday. Sick, so man. it's gonna be Dude. a big three days. That's all time too, because you know the last couple, um, you know, different parties have had to go in interstate and whatever. And this time, it'll just be coming down like a roadshow coming yeah. down, so everyone will get a little piece of the pie if they want. Yeah, no, it was so good when we had that last one, the Desert Storm one, like seeing heaps of crew that you don't get to see much. And I was just sort of surprised at how many people made the trip um, over for it. Or like you, you guys came from Sydney, boys came from WA, and then, yeah, it was a sick turnout. So it's, it's good when that happens. Like it, it everyone was just links up after not seeing each other for ages. Yeah, exactly, dude. And the venue guys chose at Cabo was sick because it had that inside restaurant bar area, which was, you know, pretty like kind of – classic north coast rustic kind of vibe yeah. and pretty legit margies too i was like damn sourced up <laughs> on the margies and then the outdoor back um the outdoor area sorry out the back uh where the the, the screening was was all time you know heaps of space yeah. um just like just nice weather too like you, you know you forget coming from sydney and melbourne and you know different cooler parts of um australia when you go up to the northern rivers it's you know, rarely cold and i know you guys have had some colder nights this winter because mm. we've had some exceptional, you know, cold evenings everywhere in Australia. But, dude, it's beautiful weather yeah. up there. It makes for good yeah. viewing. No, it was perfect. Like, I actually, I was wigging out sort of how it was going to turn out because we weren't that prepared. Um, we are like, tying down the screen outside. It was real windy and the, the screen was, like, blowing away and stuff. 
and it was supposed <laughs> to start in like an hour. Um, but then we sort of pulled it together, and yeah, it ended up being sweet. So that was like a good trial run. So the next one should be smooth, smooth Dude. sailing. Dude, yeah. Elliot Williams on the MC job, yeah, for Death yeah. Storm, he was he was oh, G'd up, mate. Like he bro, was. I, I, I'll leave that to you, mate. <laughs> mate, he could have been announcing UFC that night. Like it was insane. Yeah, yeah I get the mic for like five, ten seconds, and then just start looking for Elliot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Eh? Just to palm it off, I, I feel like mm. that on the other occasion too. It's um, yeah, yeah. it's good to have him there. Yeah, yeah, definitely hype up man. It's hype up man. Hype, the hype up man, yeah. Full <laughs> yeah, sure. You know, he's a full, sure. full hype up man in Java. Eh? It was like you'd go for a surf and then all the boys would be sitting. Um, There's like a little table where we'll stand and you can just see both the ways and you always be someone sinking beers or, or eating food or something. So every time you get a wave, you just hear all the boys hyping up, like especially Elliot. <laughs> you can hear his voice without in the lineup. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just walk in, all the boys are going nuts. Yeah, it was sick. It's so sick, man. Yeah, it looked like such a perch up there. So much footage, so many stories came out of that little um that little trip. Like I could almost felt like I was there. Eh, I I, I was kind of getting yeah. FOMO over here. And look, I'm not a huge yeah. fan of going to um like you know like Bali or Java or the Mensa or whatever. Like, don't get me wrong. I understand the appeal. I know the waves are amazing. It just hasn't really hooked me as much as other people. I've still, yeah, still been to a couple of, yeah, like yeah. kind of small location. I definitely want to go to Java. It looks, it looks insane for bodyboarding. That, that whole setup there is just like yeah. mind boggling, man. But, um, yeah, I don't know where I was going that with <laughs> going, going, going anywhere with that. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 I used to say that because I sort of semi ride it off too, but before I went there, because I'd only been there when I was younger and stuff, and yeah, I was like, oh, Bali, like everyone just goes there, it's, I don't know, I had the same sort of idea in my head that it was sort of shit. Um, yeah. But then, I don't know, going there, we because we were in Bali for a couple of days, sort of got that out of the road, and like, even that was still heaps of fun, just hanging with all the boys, and then, yeah, and then we went to Java, and it was fucking way better than I thought. And I don't know. I just got in the routine of like just cheap living and good waves. And now I'm now I've fully changed my mind on it. I'm like, fuck! I'll probably go back there every year. Yeah, was, yeah, man. People sick. make people make pilgrimages all the time. They 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 make annual ones. You know, there's dudes. I know there's a fella in in Cronulla named Rory. He's a funny old school boog who now mainly stand ups, but occasionally gets back on the boog because he's now. Um, fucked his ankle over at Super Suck because he'd been on there for a, you know, crazy long trip and 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 all this kind of stuff. And he keeps back going back year in year out. He's a substitute teacher, high school substitute teacher. And dude, like he, he comes home frothing at the mouth. Like he yeah. he's, he's got rabies over this <laughs> over these like locations, you know, because of the swells and you know, the long period nature of them and the conditions you can get. And I know BP was a huge fan of it and so many people have gone over and had epic times. I know Wingers was over there for a while at the Hardy camp in, in Indo. Yeah. Like I can see the appeal, but I just got like the real bad barley taste in my mouth where I just was yeah, like, fuck that sure. joint off. I don't nah, want to know I get about that, it. I yeah. get that. But then but the I'm whole Java thing is different. Yeah, the Java is sort of, it's yeah, it's out of Bali, so it's 
I don't know, I guess it probably depends who's there as well. Because it's just like a quiet place. There's not much going on. So we had we just had the sickest crew. Um, so I think that's what made the trip really good. Yeah, that's um, what everyone said on the trip. Eh? They had the best time with who whoever was about, you know what I mean? Whoever was keen mm. to just have a yarn and perch up and people would come in and out. I know um, you guys hooked up with a couple of the Portuguese fellas and, and yeah. hung out with them for a little bit and surf like that. Yeah, Antonio, so cool. Antonio um, Miggy and Steph. Um, yeah, they were, all, they were all there. So, yeah, it was just fucking good vibes to everyone then. Um, yeah, I didn't really know like many of the boys before I was heading over there. So I was sort of wondering how it was going to work out. But, um, yeah, I was so glad that everyone was just really days. Yeah. 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 It makes a huge different, um, difference. Sorry. When you're on a, a tropical island and you're there for a, a fair amount of time and yeah, you're in each other's pockets all day. <laughs> yeah. I dude, tell us about your experience, um, on the drowning side of things because I heard a couple of stories that were pretty, pretty hectic and you had one moment over there on a real strong swell that, yeah, freaked you out a bit, I heard. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was actually – I was a bit rattled afterwards, I guess. Um, Bro, I, look, one of, one from what I heard, I would be there. so fucking rattled. I just wanted to let everyone know that. Like what, what you're about to say would have freaked me the hell out because I know exactly what – you're going through, man, like with that much water moving. So I'll just let you go on, but I just want to say that at the start. It's gnarly. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was pretty gnarly. I swear because I wasn't that – like I've surfed bigger waves and stuff before. So when I was going over there, like I wasn't really wigging about the waves, um, like when I was paddling over to the right. But then just the way it works is like a right at one bay, like one end and a left at the other. So it just all drains out through the middle like a hectic rip. And – um. So we're all surfing the left, like it was pretty big. I think it was like a 19 second or 20 second period or something. So like it was it was big, but it wasn't like scary. You had bigger waves than Oz and stuff. And then the right was looking real gnarly like all day. Like there wasn't many makeable ones. But then I was coming back out through the left and I just seen a couple over the right. So then um, <laughs> I actually like looked over at like Woodsy and stuff, just real chuffed with myself as I was paddling over the right, like waving to him. And then... Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then because I was just going over the surface style, I was like, "Yeah, sweet, I'm gonna get sick ones." And then, um, oh yeah, it was like first wave. Um, first wave, I got like it was a decent one, and then I come off and did a flip, um, in on the end bowl of it, and then I thought I was just like in the channel. I did the flip sort of off to the side, and I was like, "Yeah, sweet, I'm just in the channel now. I'll just paddle back out," and I wasn't in the channel at all. And then started started pounding back out as like these probably the biggest ones of the day sort of started coming through. They were sort of like closing out the whole bay. And I don't know, like the, the waves that they were big, but they weren't like, you know, I wasn't really scared looking at the wave coming in because I've I've had worse like bigger waves. Yeah, like, but look, dude. Yeah, but we can compare your beating at depot, <laughs> which was like 15 foot, but then we can compare a beating over in Java, which may not have the same height and look, but the ocean behind, you're saying the periods yeah. of 19, 20 seconds, bro, yeah, uninterrupted energy. Like that's that's hectic. Yeah, so that's what it was. It was just like the power behind it. And um, yeah, so what happened, I was like, fuck, I'm not in the channel here. Let's try to power back out. And then like this first one landed on me. 
I was real. I don't know. I got real out of breath real quick for some reason. I think I was just hitting too many vapes over there or something. And then... <laughs> so addictive, those vapes. They're so yeah. good, oh, man. So many flavors. Don't get me started on those things. Um, so the first, <laughs> the first one. And then the second one was like a little bit worse again. I was sort of getting pretty short of breath, but I was like, oh, I should be right because I'm a board. I mean, then the third one hit me and then just blasted my board off. So when I just... when I lost my board, I started wigging out because it had like this really hectic undertow and it was just pulling me underwater. Like I couldn't, I was using all my energy to just stay above the water. Like it was really weird. I haven't really had like rips like that before. And um, and then it sort of started sucking me back out through the right, which sort of breaks into these cliffs. And I, and I didn't have like my board on me. So yeah, as soon as I lost my board, I was obviously stressing way harder. And then... Um, as I sort of started getting sucked back out through the right, I was just trying to get to the um, the channel in the middle. And, bro, I couldn't even – by the end of it, I couldn't even move, and I just got to the side. And then I seen Woodsy in the distance and sort of waved him over, and he's looking at me going like, oh, sort of, sort of half laughing, like, what's this guy doing? And then um, I was like, no, nah, come get me. And then he paddled over to me, and, like, lucky he came over because I basically didn't even have the energy to get on his board. Like I just sort of slumped, slumped on his board, and yeah, I was I was so rattled, and he obviously just took me in. But yeah, it's it's gnarly with that rip. I don't know with a rip like that, it just takes all your energy to to like stay above the water. It's I don't know. I've never really experienced anything like that, to be honest. Man, dude, um, that's the thing that freaked me out the most because I, I'm just thinking and picturing the wave, and I'm just looking at the bay, and like from all those angles and all the shots that I've seen. Obviously, I haven't been there, so this is me just like yeah. theorizing this. But like, you've got a bay with so much energy, as you were saying, going to the sides of it, and then water sweeping out through a deep channel, and with all that period, like that energy is just like sucking everything back out into the ocean. Yeah, I reckon that undercurrent's so legit because it's so much water falling out in a small small space because there's so much shallow reef there, dude. Like, yeah. it, it would just be sucking at like rates and knots, I would imagine. Yeah, like it was definitely equivalent of that sort of depot one I had. I probably actually was maybe closer to drowning just because I had no energy by the end of it, just because trying to get out of that rip and not having the board on me either. Um, yeah, so it was when so you funny lose your board. Then, yeah. Yeah, when you lose your board, you're, just, you're done. Like, the difference between having a board and not having a board is so big. Um, you can see why people obviously, like, drown, like, swimmers and stuff. Oh, um, for sure, man. Yeah, but for it was sure. it was so funny because <laughs> I come in or whatever, had a couple of beers. I was, I was a bit rattled, but I was like, oh, I better go back out in the Arvo. <laughs> and then I think, it was, I think it was that Arvo. It might have been the next day anyway. I went back out and then... Um, uh, no, it was funny because when I come from that first one, Baker was on the beach getting the lifeboard, life, um, lifeguard board ready to come out and get me, <laughs> and I was whistling <laughs> on the beach and stuff. And then I went back out in the Arvo, and then my leash snapped again, and I was like, "Oh no, this is so embarrassing." And I was, I was like pretty sweet in the Arvo one. I was like pretty fine, but at the same time, I was like, "Oh no, not again." And then um, I just seen Baker running down the beach with the with the lifeguard board <laughs> paddling out to me. And um, to be honest, I was actually sort of happy that he came out because even though I was like, oh, it's not too bad, I was still – PTSD was kicking in and I was losing breath pretty fast. So then Baker came out and I just jumped, <laughs> jumped on the back and he patted me in. And, um, yeah, I think 
Cam got a pretty funny video of that actually. So <laughs> super pretty funny. Oh, dude, that sounds funny, but it also sounds fucking frightening. I know you're making like light hardness of it, and it's it's epic, but bro, like two in a row. Like, how many leashes did you take over to Java? Oh, two, two, yeah, both done, done ski. Done. What what, what did you do after that? <laughs> just find back together or something? <laughs> yeah, just started started borrowing everyone else's thing. Yeah, snapping yeah. So I think it was right, yeah. I think I snapped Baker's one like the next day, and it was pretty off it. Yeah, classic. I can't wait to see that footage, but gnarly, gnarly experience. And just shows how how much in control Mother Nature is, you know. Like the ocean just would yeah. do what it wants at any given time. And it doesn't matter how much yeah. experience. Like, you know, for example, you have as much experience as, you know, anyone that's been on this podcast bodyboarding, um, and you still got caught in a rip that was yeah, what happens real fast, hey? It just happens so yeah, fast. exactly, exactly. And then you think about someone who doesn't have the experience, man, and just hops into a an, a normal beach with just a casual rip running up the rocks and whatever, and then boom, they're gone, fourth the sandbar, straight out to the ocean. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I so still reckon crazy. we're hitting the vapes pretty hard, so I reckon that's, that might have had something to do with breath capacity. Yeah. <laughs> I ran out of breath too quick. <laughs> Yeah, bruh, man, th- yeah, I, I, I can't agree with you more. They're, they're so good. But I noticed, like, and, you know, I don't mind a chuff from time to time, but with those vapes, there's something about them that gets, oh, you, yeah. gets your lungs in a different way. It, it's, it settles on them and almost, like, suffocates differently. You know, with yeah. smoking in general is not good, and you've got to admit that, but there's something devilishly bad about those fucking vapes, but so addictively good. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I've fully got a full-blown addiction after after that Bali trip. It's pretty yeah. bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how is Bali just known for, like, sinking beers and smoking ciggies or smashing vapes? Like, oh, you know? It's, yeah. Especially, like, with the crew we had. I think we – I don't know how many beers we went through. It was ridiculous. But, like – I always saw was, bintangs in every fucking video. Like, there wasn't – Yeah. Even, like, at 9 in the morning, someone was having a tank. Yeah, yeah. So I'd, I'd pretty much most days I'd come in and have like I'd go for two surfs. So I'd go for one in the morning, go for one like midday. Then after that one, I'd probably come in and have like six, six to eight beers, and then go back out like late arvo for another one. Like sort of a bit pissed. Jesus, um, how do you surf yeah. on that many beers I'll, in your system, no, bro? Holy yeah. yeah. Yeah, maybe like six. Like not nothing crazy, but um, like definitely a little Enough. bit pissed. Yeah, and yeah, I don't know. It's got a sort of bit of a routine of doing it. I was like, oh, I got to go back out because it still looks pretty sick. Um, I feel like I was probably surfing better, but <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is a theory that because you know you are so much like more carefree and looser, and I know that you do sacrifice a bit of your. I guess your um, ability to control your muscles as well because, you know, you're impaired and your nervous system is slowed down and whatever because alcohol's a depressant, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But, yeah, like there's something about that, you know, because surfing um, stone is the same thing. You know, I've done it a couple mm. of times, if not many, and, like, you feel like you're surfing better and maybe that's a placebo because you could be just moving slower but you're enjoying it more and it just feels like – but. Like, you know, it's hard to really tell. It, there, there's yeah. something like, something weird about that, eh? You know what I mean? Because like, I, I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. You get in a flow state almost. I know. It, it is sort of weird. Like, 
I, I definitely wouldn't probably recommend doing it, but I didn't feel like it actually hindered my surfing really, which was yeah. surprised. Did yeah, you hone in on it? Like, did you focus stuff. more on it? Yeah, I was like, fuck. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's what it was, yeah. Like, I felt like I was surfing just, just as good and probably just a bit more relaxed. Um, but it's obviously not something you want to be doing. <laughs> Dude, I think we just need to get a beer sponsor for this body alone <laughs> from just that, yeah, you know, know. Like that, that, that segment needs to be just cut out and just that is <laughs> the, <laughs> the fucking advertisement. Hey, that's amazing. Yeah. No, I think it was just the dangerous crew we had. Cause I think we drank, I think they, they ran out of beers the last day I was there, like the whole town. Cause they were getting like Jeez. stock ups every day, pretty much of, I don't know, like, I don't know, 30, 30 toolies or whatever. And then um, by the end of it, I think the day before we flew out, he's like, all right, that's it, boys. That's um, There's no more beers in town. <laughs> drunk is dry. <laughs> Just drunk them dry. Fuck, yeah, and the drought's day. hit. Yeah. Oh, Portuguese okay. crew were sort of weaking a bit, but that's pretty funny. Well, they were just like getting us some beers. <laughs> we used to have our two nah, to beers like, a day. I'm like, you guys are fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, surely Antonio's right. He he knows. He understands. Like, he's, he's oh, only he knows. Yeah. so many throws. Yeah, he, he was getting into it. The Portuguese guys, um, like, we were hanging out with them heaps, but they were still like, oh, you guys are a bit too much. <laughs> but then... <laughs> Right, when Woodsy and, and Baker get together, like them alone would just be just hellish. You know what I mean? I've used that a couple of times now, but like honestly, oh, yeah. those two together, man, just chirping yeah. off each other, bam, bam, bam. Even watching you guys fire fireworks at each other, like a Beirut moment down on the beach there, yeah. like it was just insane. Yeah, I got, I got Baker, like I got him really good actually. Did you see that video? Yeah, bro, you got him a headshot or a neck shot. Yeah, I got him like a little... full, full, full headshot, like two headshots. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was actually, I felt bad about him in the head. I was like, fuck, that could have been bad, but um, he took it pretty well. Yeah, I but know. That's just, almost like, like the antics of the trip, isn't it? Shit like that goes down. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Baker has like probably four beers and just starts wanting to arm wrestle me. And then... <laughs> <laughs> And he doesn't have his person, does he? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, he got one up on me last time, but then I fucking got him every time this time. So I think he's given up. But um, yeah, then Woodsy has You've like a couple of years. real just... into your arm wrestling, Butler. Like I've noticed. No, everyone, like... just, everyone just wants to challenge me. It's not me. Everyone <laughs> just challenges me for some reason. <laughs> What's what's the secret, bro? Without giving what out like it? your super secret, like what's the secret to a quality arm wrestle and just yourself, like getting prepared? Like, what do you do? Yeah, just the the mental battle, just the the fucking endurance. I reckon just the um, I think it's the arborist strength. Just yeah, gets <laughs> that's true. Eh? That but, forearm strength, just holding a a live chain every day. Yeah, that must be it. The back has got mechanic strength, but yeah, it wasn't good enough. Yeah, true. He definitely got yeah monkey wrench strength. I've seen him just open up a couple of oil canisters from time to time, and you know wrenching open head gaskets. But I don't know, like he just—he's piss yeah, weak, he's Jack not... Baker. He's piss weak. <laughs> he's, just, he's just not on my level. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I love Jack Bagger. He's definitely not piss weak, but yeah, he's fucking scrammy. He's definitely scrammy. Yeah, scrammy, scrammy Baker. And then um, Woodsy's the same. He has like four beers and then just starts kicking you, and then just wants to have a UFC fight night. <laughs> he gets a bit of a giggle <laughs> on. He's just like, yeah, let's yeah. have a go. Let's have a wrestle. Yeah, he starts off sort of playing around, and then he just like goes a bit hard or whatever, pushing a bit of head. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness, eh? Boys be boys. Yeah, yeah. I actually um put him in the arbor and pulled his shoulder out of his socket pretty much. What? Um yeah, yeah. I felt real bad because I didn't mean to do it. How'd that nothing. happen? How'd that go down? Oh, I don't know. It was just it was Pete's birthday with some um one of the other guys was over there. It's Pete's birthday, and then he didn't come to his own birthday, but we'd already just started getting real lit because it was Pete's birthday. You got to celebrate Pete's birthday. It'd be rude not yeah, to. Yeah, and then he was getting, I don't know, he, probably, he had a few beers, starts getting a bit lippy, and then he would just start, like, kicking us and then get a bit more serious, and then suddenly he's, like, trying to rest you on the ground. And then I was just like, oh, fuck, stop, stop fucking wrestling me. And then I sort of – I got him on the ground and then I put him in like a little arm bar, but I didn't um, – I didn't really like pull on it. And then he sort of moved. And before I knew it, I just heard his shoulder just pop. Oh, and, um, the click? Yeah. yeah, full click. Like I felt it pop out. And I felt so ah, bad. Ah, I've actually he, had he, that. He was gonna, yeah. And But, yeah, it was a few Sorry, I'll, scars I'll... from that night. I like pretty much broke my foot. Really? Yeah, but it was all good in the end. At least um, Woodsy had a couple of days off, and then he was sweet, which I was happy yeah, about because he was like there for another month. Yeah, yeah, I know. I've seen him continue to party on. He seems like he's had a wild trip. But, dude, I know what you're talking about with that click. I've recently had, like, some shoulder pain, and I went for a roll the other day at the island, um, actually only this week, on, on, on Monday. And, dude, just, like, didn't hear the click, but, Definitely felt a lot of pain, and I don't know if mm. I like partially dislocated for a second or I've just like stretched the tendons, but like huddled up for a little bit there for you know, and then tried to nurse it back. And I'd be putting some CBD on it and icing it, and you know, trying to have magnesium baths and, and strengthen it with a couple of exercises. And I'm getting there, but like shoulders are gnarly, eh? Like shoulders and knees, like the, the, that whole like stable joint thing is so yeah. important. Yeah, once it goes, like, I feel like it just keeps sort of going a bit. I know, it's, man. Yeah. Have you had shoulder one. issues or any sort of shit no, like that? No, I've been pretty lucky. I haven't, had, I haven't really had anything. No no bad injuries, really, besides um, breaking my neck. That was, the, like, the only one. That was pretty bad, but that's sort of the only bad injury I've had, I guess. Bro, well, let's just talk about breaking your neck because I think if you say someone, oh, yeah, broken my arm, broken my collarbone or whatever, I've done a couple of those injuries, and then someone just pipes up and says, oh, yeah, broken my neck. People want to hear about that story. What's going on there? <laughs> oh, um, we're surfing Snapper one morning at like 2, two in the morning or something, like one of those night surfs. And that, yep. it, was, it was like Little Marley where it has that real shallow hollow bank, you know, you know what it's like. Oh, they're just grinders and, um, and below. Yeah, level. it was just so, so shallow. And then I just got this one um, up at Little Marley, and then the foam ball sort of like – it was one of those real heavy ones. The foam ball sort of lifted me. I don't even know how exactly how it happened, but 
I just remember going head first into the sand, but the way like I came off, I was really straight up and down. So um, when I hit, when my head hit the sand, it like didn't bend to either side. It just sort of compressed. Mm. And, um, it compressed so like so hard. Did you and hear any sound? Like, yeah, yeah. Like I heard heard a sound, and then I came up, and just because of the, how hard I hit, I knew something was wrong. Like it felt like I just dove off a diving board and just landed on concrete head first. Oh, and the sand would be like fucking concrete, the bank like that. Yeah, yeah, it was fucked. And then, um, I came up and my my head was just really wobbly. Like, felt like I couldn't sort of keep my head straight. It just felt real loose. Sort of, sort of a bit hard to describe. Yeah, wow. But, um, I just remember it was real, it obviously was heaps, in heaps of pain. But then, my mate had the keys to the car and he was still out there. So I was like, oh, I better, fuck, I'm not gonna go in away from. I'll go out there and grab the keys and then head in. And so, what um, time's this? Like, this is still two in the morning. Yeah, yeah, it's like two in the morning, or something. <laughs> but then I was like paddling around and I couldn't find him. So then, proceeded to just catch a few more waves and probably got like the longest bow of my life. With the so, broken neck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy but Jesus! How'd you hold your neck up in that situation? So obviously, you had a drown oh. pumping through away at this moment. You were yeah, yeah. Because I was like broken. looking for him a bit, and I was like, "Fuck! Like, where is he?" And then this is. Really good one come through. I remember pulling in. I couldn't hold my head straight, so my head was just like on its side. <laughs> yeah, I can just imagine you just yeah. kink neck in the barrel, yeah, just getting shacked for days. Couldn't couldn't hold my head up, and yeah, it was probably like a twenty second barrel, pretty much from Little Marley all the way down past Greeny, like halfway to Kuros. Oh, Still, man. like definitely one of the longest barrels I've ever had. That sounds so, like the donkey. That sounds like. Namibia styles like 20 yeah, seconds yeah 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 it was it was crazy it was probably yeah it stands out as one of the best ones I've had out there and That's it had so like, this broke, crazy man. bank um but obviously I didn't know my neck was broken I thought I knew it was like something was going on but I didn't think it was broken obviously yeah. um you would have been way more freaking out if you thought it was broken yeah 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 for sure I remember going to hospital the next day and then I got an x-ray and it didn't show up in the x-ray and I wanted a referral for an MRI, and she didn't give it to me. She's like, oh, you just got whiplash. Just, like, give it a break for a day or two. And I was telling the nurse, I was like, nah, it's, if you know how I hit it, like, it's definitely something wrong here. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. like, we've all hit our head from time to time with, like, yeah, yeah like, you know, with a, a bodyboard or, yeah, you've hit the reef or, like, whatever. But usually it's a little... Like it's a, a bang bang and you're kind of going in motion. It's not a direct force thing where everything just compiles on that one point and the one point being the vertebrae in your neck that's buckled. Yeah. Yeah. So then I I, I just gave it a breath for like two days and then um Kira was like six foot, so then I was that surfing, I was like, Fuck my neck's pretty sore. But I was like, Oh, it's not broken though. Like the nurse that wasn't broken. <laughs> and then um surfed out Kira and then went to the reef like maybe the next day and I just remember duck diving and coming up from a wave and sort of jarred my neck from the wash and then I just couldn't really move it and I was like nah this is fucked and then that's when I went in and got an, like a MRI and they're like yeah your C4 fractured your C4 and, and had like a kink in my spinal column as well from like oh, the force dude. of the um how'd you yeah. take the news oh no it was, it was sweet I wasn't too worried you're all good with it? Like, man, that that to me, like, you know, would be pretty devastating. I've got to admit, like, oh, I would be devastated. 
No, I don't remember being that devo because I could still sort of. I didn't have a hectic neck brace, and like I couldn't move it at all. They, they like I, I was supposed to not do anything, but it, yeah, I could still just like sit at home, and it didn't seem that bad because it wasn't just like I couldn't move it. Um, yeah, it wasn't any neck okay. brace and shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I was okay. just really careful with it, and you know, probably six weeks out of the water. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't remember being too weaked out about it. And has it ever come back? Has it been like a reoccurring moment where you've felt it flare up from another experience in the ocean or any sort of activity? No, nah, not really my neck, but just back stuff. But that could be just from work and just a variety of things. Just getting just, old. Just wear and just tear. Wet, I know weathered. Yeah, just weathered. Yeah, i got a really bad back. so. But I Dude. think I can put that down to work a bit more maybe. For sure. And I think about it like you're probably hunching over so much at work, getting back on the boog and then reversing it up, which is so usually unnatural being in that arch position for so long. I, yeah. I think it almost balances things out every now and again. I, I honestly reckon like because I, you know, I, I surf a fair bit and then I, I love getting on the boog and, and I try and boog as much as possible. But, you know, usually without the swells, you're just trying to get in the ocean and do it. Whatever, you know what I mean? I notice a huge difference with bodyboarding in that factor, A, eh? that like it, it really helps you back out. Like it strengthens those parts. Yeah, yeah. And I've even heard, you know, physios or chiropractors say that, you know, bodyboarding is okay to do when slightly injured in certain ways because it is in a strengthening motion. It's almost doing physio, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Like sort of arching your back and, um, probably just need to do some other stuff like stretching and stuff so it doesn't get real tight but yeah for i sure. can imagine it gives the, you a strong, like a strong back for sure yeah definitely i've noticed um when i'm, I'm doing heaps of boogan these days yeah with the stretching element you just mess um just mentioned you know the the hammies and the glutes dude like if i can get my mm-hmm. glutes to open up and just be a bit more like loose so then when you know, you go to rotate with a spin or you go to pull your legs up like when you're trying to do a spin in the barrel or, or like even flaring like your legs with an invert. Like you've got mm-hmm. that free range of motion there to just get something sorted, you know what I mean, where the, yeah. everything's so tight and those hip areas like, oh, I get the tightest, sewest muscles, man. You know those ones right on the front just um, up from like your – Hip flexors. Yeah, your hip flexors, yeah. and then they're like the uh, sewers muscles, I, I think. I oh, think yeah. They are. I, I don't know yeah. if they're different to the hip flexors. I might be getting that wrong, but there, there is one called the sewers, or they might be the same one. But, yeah, like getting that looser so I can just have free range of motion with, you know, my hips not being mm-hmm. so, like, inward. Like these, this day and age, I notice so many people, and myself included, constantly, like, bent the fuck over whether it be looking at my phone or like you know hunching over at work or like hunching over preparing lunch for the grom or like you know doing anything it's such a rarity where you kind of open yourself up and boogan is one of those moments where you literally open Mm -hmm. yourself up and arch back yeah yeah for sure because like everything you do now you just sort of shoulders forward um yeah even i'm like i can notice as well Probably, probably times to start doing some stuff to like actually, I don't know, like take care of your body outside of Bergen. Going to the days where you can just get away with it, eh? you got to do some extra stuff on the side, dude. Maybe, totally you know, agree. Going to the take, days, yeah, yeah you, go you on the just days. go down to the bakery, bro, and just get, 
get yourself a yeah. pie and a fucking sausage yeah, roll and done. just a chalky milk and hop back in the ocean in the afternoon and do it all again the next day. Yeah. No, I, I, I need to probably take a page out of Louis' book and do some yoga or something, but I don't know. I, I've been doing like ice baths and, and saunas every day. I'm sort of, yeah, I'm sort of addicted to that. that. That's, I don't know if it helps so much with your muscles, but definitely feeling pretty good afterwards. Dude, I reckon you're bang on there. If you're doing heat and cold, um, the dilation you get supposedly with like your blood vessels and um, so many of your muscles and just expelling so much of the lactic acid and um, mm. and just all the shit that just sits in your muscles. Like I'm, I'm not going to rattle off um, scientific terms I don't know, but like, you know, just just the 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 flux. You go from hot and cold, hot and cold. You open and close, open and close. It's it's all time. I'm I'm a huge fan for it. I try and do it at home most nights if I can't get in the ice bath. I'll try and have like a really cold shower and a hot magnesium bath just sitting there and just go yeah. between the two. Do you have a little setup at home? I only have like an auto bin downstairs. I've got to empty out, man, which kind of sucks. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah, you just chuck, chuck ice in there. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm just going to empty it out. And it's just like so inefficient yeah. where – yeah. I don't have the room to get like one of those installations where, you know, you just get the chest freezer, you just line it, get yourself a little pump and keep it, keep it at like one or two degrees. It's just, yeah, mm-hmm. I wish. Yeah. What about you? What do you got? Oh, just the gym. Um, I'll just go to this gym purely for the sauna and ice bath. But um, yeah, I just go there every day. It's like five degrees. You can get the sauna real hot. So I don't know. You just... Feels so good afterwards. So you do, man. You do. Yeah, I go there pretty much every day. If I, if I don't go there, I'll I'll start having withdrawals. Yeah, much. yeah, and I, man, I, I, I honestly feel you. How much more relaxed are you after, say, sauna and ice bath? And how different is the sleep quality you get? Yeah, after, yeah, the, the like, quality of sleep. Nice yeah, oh. yeah, the quality of sleep. Like, you just fall asleep so easy if you have a sauna in the evening. Um, right. And then, like, it's ice bath, sort of first thing in the morning, just gets you going as well for the day. Yeah, that's a zinger. Yeah. You'd have best day at work after if you, like, go for an icy first thing. Yeah. yeah, because you've just gone over that challenge, man. Like, what's the length of ice bath you usually like to do? Oh, I've been a bit of a pussy lately. Probably, like, t- 10 minutes or something. I've done, like... Yeah, that's good though man yeah. Two minutes i've done like weird. 20 minutes and shit before but not for ages yeah it's a bit much just like yeah, yeah just a little dip and then do 20 minutes in the sauna that's all you need yeah that yeah that's lovely i try and do five minutes in the ice bath and yet 20 minutes in the sauna yeah, and they supposedly say if you do over an hour of sauna a week um it reduces your risk of alzheimer's and um What's the other one? Dementia by yeah. over sixty percent. Wow. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Eh? It's got it's got heaps of health benefits. Huge, eh? I'm just parroting back that from um, another podcast, but it's just so incredible to hear that. And when I heard that, I was just like, "Oh my goodness!" Yeah. I re- relax. So... I feel better. <laughs> you can do breathing in there. You know, you can do so many different things, and it's just a good time to sit there with no distractions. Like I'm always looking yeah. at my phone, man. I'm always grabbing for my phone. It is, yeah. it is part of me. I am one with my phone. You know, like it knows yeah. me. It's scary, well, you know. Phone. 
Yeah, bro. Like, we're, <laughs> we're, 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 don't worry about Neuralink, eh? Like, don't worry about implanting anything in the, the brain just yet. We're, we've got it so stuck in our eyeballs that we don't need it there, eh? We're so addicted. Nah. Yeah, it's it's fucked. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So when it comes I don't know to sauna, yeah, yeah I, I don't know what to do about it either. But when I come to a sauna and you're in there for twenty minutes, no you got no chance yeah. of touching it. You know, dude, how's this? I, I I was kind of fucking blown away by this. There's a fella that occasionally comes to the sauna that I go to here in here in the Shire um, that wears earbuds, man, in the sauna and has his phone with him. And like we'll watch things or whatever, and I'm like, dude, just, just yeah, tune just out relax. for twenty minutes or ten <laughs> yeah, minutes relax, or whatever man. it is. Hey, yeah. <laughs> wow, that's cooked. I know. Yeah, I nice. couldn't believe it. I'm like, you're almost taken away from the whole experience. Like, you should be able to be left with your own thoughts for a period of time, like just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. Did you um? Have you got like? into the onsens and stuff like have you been to japan you get into those yeah dude i I went twice so i've been for two months first time was a a month so each time um one month a a piece and the first time we went to um hokkaido and we did uh niseiko rizutsu and moiwa and ferrano oh yeah um yeah and there's a couple of onsens there, but the best one that I've been to, and I know so many people have visited now, but it was on our second trip down in the island of um, Honshu. And yep. obviously that Tokyo in the Nagano region, Nozawa Onsen, man, like just the, the onsens there kind of blew me away and just, yeah. yeah, everyone cooking their food in the streets in the onsens and the different water that's volcanically heated running into hot bathhouse up and down the whole village. Like, it's psycho, man. Like, it's 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 everything you've, you'd expect and more. Yeah. No, I go, I go, like, twice a day when I'm over there because so there's something about the, like, volcanic water or something. But, yeah, it's like a it's like a magnesium bath, but probably even better. And then sometimes we have ice baths and saunas and stuff there. So, yeah, when I, when I was over there, I was going, like, yeah, twice a day every day. You just feel um, feels amazing. But I, I have a feeling that if you didn't live here in Australia and add, you know, a lifestyle here and whatever, you'd easily go live in Japan. Like you, you love, yeah. you love the place, hey? Yeah, yeah, I've been there for some times now. I usually just do like a snowboard trip every year. Um, yeah, that's so good. You, it, what kind of mountains have you boarded, man? Like, surely you, you ticked off a fair yeah, few. Yeah, sort of around Nizawa, like been Hokkaido, Nizawa, um, like Miyoko. Um, I've been to a oh, fair few now, actually. Yeah, usually just get a car when I'm over there and just do a bit of travelling around. Um, so I can get and then a few did you stay in Airbnbs from there? Like, did you just kind of cruise um, with a car and? Park oh, I got, a, I got a, I got a mate that bought a house there, so I can I usually just stay with him. Oh, that's um, amazing! So you just got yeah. a like residency, you can just go back to cruise and then head to any sort of mountain you you plan out for the next day. Yeah, pretty much. Like if there's because there's usually a few mountains in the vicinity. Like you can just drive half an hour and a few choices. But yeah, yeah, I love the place. Hey, oh, how pretty much every year since I first went there, I'm pretty sure I've been back every year except for Corona when I couldn't go. Yeah, yeah, when everything was locked up. It, it honestly is yeah. one of the 
the most um, respectful cultures that I've ever encountered. They're just uh, they're just legends, you know. They they do things yeah. so well. They're 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 dedicated. They're they're sophisticated. They're artistic. They're they're cool. But they're quirky too, man. Like Japanese mm. people are so yes. quirky and funny, That's and just they are interesting place. Yeah, sure. interesting place, man. Like you know, I know a lot of people have been to this famous cafe, but we went to that. That robot cafe in Tokyo, you know, the oh, underground yeah. one. Yeah. And they just have that crazy show they come out with and the the performance they put on and then you eat that um Bento box and, and just all the the weird shit inside there too. It was <laughs> such weird <laughs> shit. That's, that's oh, the right man. word. Just weird shit. Yeah, but so cool to see. And they put so much time yeah. and effort into the most bizarre things, just from a Western point of view, which to them is extremely important and it does teach you um, a, a, to just just see things like differently, eh? Like they're they're so yeah. yeah, they're so cool, man. I can see why you go back. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's just so different. Like just there's such a stark contrast to here. Have you ever booged over there? Nah, I took my boog over last last time I went there. Um, didn't use it though, but I plan to. I plan to go, but obviously just didn't make didn't get the time to. Yeah. The way is a sort of average, like during winter and super cold. Um, and then but, in summer, they get those monsoon swells, eh? Yeah, I think it's maybe autumn or, yeah, maybe autumn, they get them. Sort yeah, of, because I remember. Like now, <laughs> yeah, now onwards. Yeah, because that wave, man, that crazy right point, that like Rigby and Pierre and oh, Dallas. Yeah. And yep. that all that surf. Oh my goodness. That to me is yeah. still one of the most the most um mesmerizing sessions. Hey, like I, a I crazy I, setup. Yeah. Have you been there? No, nah, I haven't been there, but I actually was think I want to go there this year. Yeah, yeah. that's got those break walls there, huh? Like it's obviously near a fishing yeah, just town heaps or something. Of river, heaps of river mouse, yeah. There's a fair few fair few ways actually like that. Just heaps of river mouse everywhere. I think you yep. just need the um, typhoons for the swell, but yeah, skits. Yeah, that would be a great location. On the cards. Yeah, dude, great location for like weird and wonderful waves. I don't know if you've stumbled across that series that Dylan um, Graves does from bands, but he goes and surfs like these weird and wonderful um, places in the world that has just the most bizarre waves, from like boat wakes and rivers to like tidal waves in. Indonesia yeah. and, and all this kind of stuff and, and you know, it's all the time that would be a cool cool section, eh? Like Yeah, it's just going cool. to those like little novice I'm not, that's not a novelty way, but just going to places like different places yeah. that not many people usually go to. Dude, I would imagine yeah, Japan yeah. would have like so many of them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's yeah, that's why it's probably the next trip in the cards for me, I reckon. Like Berg trip even. Um Yeah. But yeah, it's sick going to those places that um you don't really see videos of because everyone you know pull up and if you're booging like canaries and stuff like everyone's seen it a million times, so it's always sick seeing some yeah different. Yeah, but speaking about canaries though, your 2018 clip, bra, there's a couple of sick bowls at Fronton in that. People should go check that out <laughs> if they have a chance. That's some some quality booging. Has that got like a bit of that 2018, yeah, yeah, yeah. That clip, that was sick. Oh, yeah. Fuck, I feel like it was longer than that. 
It says 2018 um, on the on the title. Oh, true, true. Um, I can't even remember the one you're talking about, to be honest. Do you know it's who made it? Out by like Jamie Ismay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's like a little bit of Canaries, a little bit of um, um, Ireland, a little bit of yeah, no, Iceland. Sorry, Ireland, a little bit of Scot- Scotland, Iceland. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so cool, man. Like that was a really yeah. good one to stumble across. Yeah, I didn't actually surf in Canaries much that year, to be honest. I think I went over, got knocked out in the comp like straight away, as usual, and then just started like drinking beers and watching the comp and then didn't really surf in Canaries. And then, um, and then I, surfed in, I surfed in Scotland, obviously, and then went to Iceland with Jamie and then um, didn't surf there either. It was just too cold and the waves just yeah. weren't quite good enough. We did heaps of exploring though. Like we drove around the whole island. That's um, sick. You would have some across some yeah. cool places. Yeah, yeah, heaps of cool setups. That, that's I mean, sick going places like that. I like those sort of trips, like Iceland. Even though we didn't surf or score, um, yeah, it's it's good yeah. to do something different like that. Fully off the beaten track, you've definitely got to do it. Where would the next trip be off the beaten track? Like I'm trying to contemplate in my head at the moment where I'd like to go, but yeah, like what's What's next for you off the beaten track? Um, I've wanted to go back and do Canaries again for ages because I went there when I was like um, 18 first or 19, sorry. Yeah, I think when I was 19 and it was fucking got sick ways to stay with my mates over there and then went there once more but then haven't been back for, for so long now. And then if I, was, if I was going over there, I'd probably go to Scotland and Ireland and and maybe Portugal, and if you're doing the trip all that way, you must have got a few different spots. So, yeah, I would, I would like to do a big Europe trip. That's probably the next place. Or Eureka. Eureka's... Yeah. Oh, I've always been on off, like, the right bowls of Eureka. I reckon, yeah, you can get the most mental bowl out there. <clears throat> Bro, like, I, I cannot agree with you more. That bowl from Jacob Romero back in the 2000s. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude. It just is, just it is unfathomable yeah. how high yeah. that dude goes, and how 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 outward he goes. He, I, I'm just like shocked and 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 lost for words, and just what yeah. he, he he did. Every time I watch it back, man, it's like every time I see that footage of Jack Baker getting hit by the backwash <laughs> yeah. um, at Cape, man, like you don't realize. Yeah, like how how high and far he went, you know. That dude, mm. that dude was so close to hitting the rocks, man. I was in the car park that day, and I, I really need oh, to really? talk to him about wow. him on this podcast. Yeah, and I just saw him in this six foot runner with a four foot side wedge coming towards it, and the clapping that he got in like a V shaped clapping sent him so far out in like a perfect. Yeah. 45 degree angle you know what i mean like not too yeah. high up not too far out just like on a on a trajectory it was like a, a nasa launch man and like he just <laughs> was so close to hitting the fucking rocks and punctured his oh, lung broke yeah. a couple of ribs and was coughing up blood and all that kind of stuff but um yeah that yeah. and jacob romero still some of the biggest things i've seen in bodyboarding yeah no he timed that pretty well that right it's sort of Didn't I don't know, it looks so it looks so not easy but Sort of reminds me of like Nugget Rides or something. But Nugget Rides only like one in 20 or two where they're every wave is sick. For sure. Sort of and like, like stall, stall that 
wedged at the start, and then there's always something down the line. Yeah, um, and you're waiting. I feel like it'd be, to yeah, time it. Perfect. Yeah. So I've always wanted to, I always want to surf the Rika, the rights there. Um, yeah, or just a Europe trip. But would, yeah, would there be anywhere like fully off the beaten track though? <clears throat> Excuse me, my voice is going, um, but anywhere like, you know, just left of sentiment, even if it's not really that achievable and you're not thinking about doing it in the next five years or 10 years or whatever, but something you would like not, to do. Not really like Japan, but other than that, I haven't really, nah, nothing like crazy. Crazy different. Wouldn't want to go surf in like some far off place. Like I know you've been to up near the Arctic Circle and stuff, and that's pretty pretty crazy. But like, yeah, have you ever thought about it. like surfing in Canada, bro? Like I've heard they've oh, got I've, really I've, sick waves. I've been, I've, done, I've been and done Canada. Have you? What about Israel? Uh, yeah. Nah, nah, I've done that. Well, I haven't heard of I've it heard, even. Yeah, I've heard Israel's got sick waves. I've heard Thailand's yeah. got waves. Um, there's somewhere else that. I was really shocked to hear it had waves, but it was pretty obvious. Yeah. yeah. No, it'll it'll, it'll definitely come research. to me later. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. I'm so keen to just go somewhere bizarre, you know. I guess there's still so many places in Australia to visit, though. But what am I talking about? Like you could yeah. you go to so many different corners of this country and just the landscape's so vastly different. I know. I still need to go to South Oz. I should probably go there before anywhere else. Oh my goodness! You'd lose your mind, man. You'd lose your mind. How was that recent stuff of um Tristan and Steph and Liam on a pride trip there? Like I saw a couple of snaps. And yeah. How was that air forward from the big dog? Oh, Tristan's one. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, that was stupid. Yeah, supposedly Liam. I saw him out at um Suck Rock the other day, and he said that. He said that um, <clears throat> he'd done like nine others the same on that whole session because at that exact wave, um, it was a little bit, the tides weren't right and it probably wasn't drawing out and barreling as much as it normally would and it was more of like a high tide Mega kind ramps. of hole. Yeah. yeah. Which is pretty sick. Like suits yeah. them down to a T. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Tristan does some pretty psycho forwards. Fucking no. Not saying that the fellas don't want to hump barrels. They love them too, but man. Tristan even said on this exact podcast, he he's all about the air. Like he 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 wants the bowl. You know what I mean? Just races towards mm-hmm. him and would happily outrace a barrel just to get a bowl. Which um you know, hats off to the man. He does some fucking ridiculously big airs. Yeah, no that that's fair. Fair call. Yeah, really fair great. for sure, man. I um dude, like I, I've I've I know we touched on it early in the podcast, but I've got to ask because we've we've gone through a couple of beating stories but give us you know give the listeners a bit of a rundown i've I've heard it i want to hear it again on like that depot beating because everyone saw the frame in the video that went up <laughs> the viewer yeah. wave last yeah. winter man like it was a pretty gnarly one and it was a good paddle job because that was a you know that's that's almost as kind of big as you can kind of hold to paddle at depot feel you know i'm sure people would mm. argue that you could keep paddling bigger and bigger and i'm sure someone will prove prove you wrong i.e shane ackerman and whatever in the future but like in all regards like cut cut the shit it was a crazy paddle wave you know so like yeah it, what was the beating like man what was the what was the whole situation like what was the trip like um yeah so the trip was pretty last minute i think we just Flew down there, just seen that swell and flew down. I think I just had the weekend off work. So I hadn't, hadn't surfed at all really leading up to it. 
So I was sort of sort of wigging, but then once you get out there, you sort of get it back pretty quick. But then, fuck, it's a left, so, like, lefts are my worst. <laughs> like, I don't really <laughs> surf many lefts, especially when I haven't been surfing for ages. So, you know, new PP board. So I was kind of kind of wigging, but got, like, a fair – got a few good ones and started easing into it a bit. And then it started getting really big in the afternoon. Um, I think it was the first day. Anyway, I don't have two days. It was good for two days. But in the Arvo, it just started – it went from like six foot to eight foot and then it was like 10 foot. And then sort of when that one came through, it was like 12, I don't even know, you know, like almost 15 foot or whatever. And um, a bunch of the other guys, there was heaps of guys with skis and heaps of stand-ups earlier in the day and they sort of all left and it was only probably five of us actually catching waves and it was like pretty much 15 foot bombs. Um <laughs> So I remember, yeah, that one, that one probably was the first big one of the day that come through. And it was real hard to get into them, obviously, because the waves were moving so fast, like the swells were so big. Like you couldn't really get into them um, unless you were in the perfect spot. But that one sort of gave me a little chip in, like that whitewash over my head. Yeah. And um, so I got, I was in a pretty good spot, I guess. And I got that whitewash into it. The whitewash sort of broke over my head a bit and I couldn't really see see down the face like the wall was sort of pushing over me and then I just like midway down went over a little step and then after that I was done do you know what I mean like I reckon it's easier to scoop into those really steep ones straight off the bat rather than like go out in front of something really big with so much speed and then hold your line Oh, for sure, um, especially on a bodyboard yeah. that's not weighted, man. You know, you want to yeah. be like hugging the face and hooking under. I've I've had the same experience out there, and I've really felt that, like, you know, I it's yet to master how to surf that way. But, you know, un, you don't ever yeah. master how to surf way, but never how to fully um, understand it and how to surf it because of because of that. Like to come out the front and to cut into it, like to on like a fifteen yeah. footer with all that chop and everything. Like it's, it takes so much skill and 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 prowess like i'm thinking about jace finlay right now like it, it just in my head like him doing it yeah. effortlessly but how do they cut through all the top like that like you know it's just yeah i don't know like, do it man you know bodyboards don't yeah well, i haven't really seen someone get a wave like that and do it i'm sure people i'm sure people could they're probably better scooping less than me but i don't know i've re i've rewatched it heaps of times i mean like fuck what could i have done differently but then at the time i remember like i was getting into a getting in almost that day pretty easily um, without like sort of airdropping or whatever. But then, I don't know, just coming out the front of it and I, I just had so much speed, sort of maybe hard to see how much speed I had. And then, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It all happened pretty fast. But I remember just sort of losing a rail midway down and then I was done. Probably did just need Glenn Thurston's big long legs to fucking put the rabbit in. <laughs> <laughs> Like, just drag the corpse to it, eh? Drag the corpse. But, yeah, it all happened pretty fast. And then I remember trying to, like, skipping out the front a bit and then seeing this thing pretty much landing. I could see it about to land on my back. Oh. So I was like, oh, no, this is just going to rip me in half pretty much. And for um, everyone listening out there right now, this certain wave, the way the water runs down that reef, especially on a long period swell, is like you could be in one position and then 30 seconds later you pop up. Not saying you're underwater the whole time, but like just getting swept. You could be 500 metres down. 
like no exaggeration. Yeah. Like Crazy. when the waves are that big, it's psycho how quickly you move in the water. Mm-hmm. Maybe not 500 meters, but I'm talking like, like 200 meters, meters at least. 200 yeah, meters, for yeah. sure. For sure. It's crazy. But yeah, the, the wipeout was pretty bad. Like, I remember being out there for a while. But then what happened was I came up and got like one breath. I remember coming up and getting one breath. And then the next time, which was even bigger, the next time was so big, I just remember um, just this whitewash basically hit me. And then I got held on phrases in that one. And then when I came up, I was like seeing stars. Couldn't, couldn't really see. I was pretty dizzy and stuff. And then Joe Silva coming and picked me off on the ski, which I was pretty happy about. Um, so it wasn't Savior. so much the first one. Yeah, it was, it was the second one that sort of rattled me a bit. But I'm glad like I managed to get one breath in because if obviously if I didn't just come up for that second, I would have been fucked <laughs> pretty much. Dude, the life so, or death moments, eh? Life or death moments. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it could have been, been bad. But... Yeah, yeah, it ended up obviously looked probably worse than it was. Looked pretty bad. Dude, you got to remember like, too, my back. like on those fifteen foot days, what, what you were just experiencing then, and that swell jack in the afternoon, and it was it was a pretty noted um, pulse on the the east coast for that winter. Like every other surfer out there, and just take this into consideration, has most likely got an impact best on. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, and hats off to them, safety first. I'm, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. But with a bodyboard, it's a little bit harder to attain that because of, you know, the way it's mm-hmm. sitting on your stomach and the way it can position on your body and it just doesn't sit as, you know, well, it's just not as functional. So for you yeah. to then take on those waves then without that sort of buoyancy, man, and just like that sort of safety net, so to speak, it speaks volumes to the size of the balls that you have, sir. <laughs> yeah, well, it was it was actually like Jasper Hinchcliff, um, Brad, and um, yeah, just there was only a couple of us really out there, and the, I don't know, there was no surfers around when it when it was sort of peaking the swell. It was really weird, and then a heaps of crew rocked up, and then it started going. It went onshore in the afternoon, so everyone missed it. So we just had this sort of two hour period where it started bombing, and it was yeah, pretty much the best size I've ever seen. Um, and it was just a couple of us out there. So we all, we got That's pretty lucky. Crazy. Yeah, that is so yeah. good. You definitely get like, I was probably more talking in generalities in regards to um, the vest in the sessions, but yeah, yeah, that's so sick. You got it so, so uncrowded, man. That's such a rarity for that place these days. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, but bro, it was pretty hard. Like it was just really hard to get one of those big ones. Like, there was, there was a few out there when it started bombing and then just, I don't think anybody could just get into them. You know what I mean? Like there were so many big ones coming through, but I didn't see anyone get like one of those real big, big bombs. Even, it's almost yeah. like you need to be towed into them. Yeah. You sort of need to be towed into it. I reckon. Like well, even even um, one of the standups had like a mass, I don't know. What's his name again? He had like a, a you know, big gun sitting out, out at the peak. He was yeah, like struggling to get into them, but just, yeah, but just, just couldn't get into it. Yeah, and see, that's crazy because those things just pick up like anything. So for that to to not be able to like get onto it with the speed and the surface it has, like cutting through the water, it's yeah. It's, mm. What what do you think a bodyboard stands a chance with a pair of fins? You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like it's just yeah. No wonder yeah. they call call a sea biscuit sometimes. You know what I mean? It's just like 
fuck. You can, mm. you can just see, you just compare the crafts, you know, that's, it's, it's, it's such a big thing to raise. Like a bodyboard, you know, really is, is no bigger than like half the size of your body. Maybe yeah. just like 50 or 60% of it. Like it's crazy when a surfboard is like, can be three times the size of you. It's just, yeah. Not three yeah. times size, but you know, like, yeah, yeah, Not almost sure. double. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's such a big, such a big advantage. And I think this wave too that we're speaking about, which I'm sure everyone out there can guess what we're talking about. Like, um, and I mentioned it before. Like, you know, it's just, it's, 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 it's a big ocean bomby wave. You know, like it's, yeah. it's one of those waves that draws a lot of water. It has a lot of things going on underneath. It's not a shallow ledge, so to speak. It's just this big lump of lava that. Yeah, on the certain on the right certain conditions creates yeah, some of the most iconic waves in the world. Yeah. No, when you look into it, bellies are the beast. Yeah. No, it was good to get that sort of little trip in last year. That was um sort of one of the only trips I did last year. Um so that was that was a pretty memorable one. <laughs> yeah. Didn't, didn't yeah, get that's to, yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. got that. That was pretty much the only time I surfed all year. <laughs> That's heavy, man. So, like, really, you're not getting any more time in these days. Um, not not really. So, when I'm at home, I'm usually just working. I don't, yeah, I don't really get out in the surf too much. Um, I do the odd South Coast. Usually, you're at South Coast like once or twice a year, like during the winter. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's sort of just getting less and less, I guess. Well, but, you're running your own business, you know, running yeah, Riptide with Elliot, yeah, it's like stuff on the side. Yeah, but, there's yeah, I don't know. After doing this, after doing this last trip, I'm I'm really keen. Sort of reignited the fire a bit. Um, yeah, super keen after this trip to Java. Sort of just want to do a few more like that. Yeah, we'll just put the time aside. You know, block it out with work. You know, if you just do the old um, drought like you used to, where you, or the fast, so to speak, where you work for three yeah. months, surf for a month. That's a pretty good lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, that, that's the go. Yeah, the stint works the go for sure. Nine to five, just yeah, you can't do it, eh? On the nine to five. Oh, it's such a nightmare. It's such a nightmare. I've tried to do it a couple of times, just you know, in different jobs or like you know, shift work or whatever. There's there's benefits to it, and and I fully feel it. But in, in, just in lifestyles that I'm in at the moment, like um, been running my own little show and and just a uh, backyard pool businessman and dude it's been so good about to fit waves in and, and whatever and have that balance like to the opposite of what we're talking about you know how you were going to have have those stints off and those um those fasty moments of from the from the boog discipline um i'm talking more about like mixing it up at, at different times but i admire that fasting because you know then you get to feast on yeah. like a month's worth of fucking bullshit waves and go to exotic places where i'm just kind of you know, ticking away <laughs> at local little places and just making it happen. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like there's like yeah, some cool yeah, gold sure. there. And you got drive yeah. too, like with work. It's like, oh, fuck, I've got this at the light at the end of the tunnel. Like I'm just going to work an absolute clacker off here and then just go to a tropical paradise and live like a king for a month and just get tubes and, and hit bowls all day long. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the go. That's for sure. But I guess well, you bro. have the advantage where you can like do your own thing, so you just have the flexibility to sort of plan your jobs around, just going for a search in the day and stuff. So that's sort of the advantage of doing what you're doing. 
Um, yeah, yeah, dude. And I'm loving it with a kid at the moment and being able to still get waves. And, and living in Cronulla gives me the um, the option of just having a couple of heavy waves in the back pocket that can you can just stroll down the road and surf where, like, if you're at other locations, it, you can be starved a bit more from the boog-like waves. Don't get me wrong, like, a good beachy barrel and bowl is, is you know, especially up your way, they're just unbelievable. And some of the footage yeah. and stuff I see that you and Elliot put out is crazy. But, you know, to have those sort of, like, kind of grunting waves down here um, closer to home, it makes it a lot easier to have that lifestyle. So you're just like, oh, man, mm-hmm. like, this will be all right today. I'll do this and I could check that and blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, I'm a bit sport for choice and I reckon I'll be yeah. a little – Little fucking shy hobbit for the rest of my existence, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds all right. Especially yeah, then. yeah, I'll laugh it up, bro. I'll laugh it up. But I, oh, yeah, man, we'll we'll, ha- we'll have to get you back on the potty after you come back mm. on from this next trip, bro, because we really want to dissect it. I almost want to kind of hopefully get sent on this trip, this next one, and I can document it whilst I'm over there. Oh yeah, we're gonna need you there, actually, for sure. Yeah. Hundred percent beers, <laughs> couple of recordings, couple of potties. Yeah, come over for like moral support. Yeah, BTS <laughs> and moral support. <laughs> giddy up, bro, giddy up. Well, dude, thanks. Um, thanks for giving your time, and thanks for giving your support to Bergen and fucking making this happen and making this potty happen, bro. So, hats off. Yeah, nah, too easy, bro. Thanks for having us. Giddy up, you. Right. Cheers, Luke. Yeah. It was all a pipe dream Watching body boarding up on TV Deep at reef Watching tension repeats Eating bakery feeds at 18